Former Illinois state senator and one-time third-party candidate for Governor Sam McCann got his day in court this week on federal corruption charges. But the drama didn't stop there. I'm Jennifer Fuller. We're talking with Capital News Illinois' Hannah Meisel for this week's Capital Cast. <music> Hannah, the case of Sam McCann is interesting, if not in some cases bizarre. Can you tell us a little bit, a bit about his rise into public service, and how we got to where we are today. Right. So Sam McCann was elected uh, to the state Senate in 2010. He unseated a Democrat, Deanna Demuzio. That had been a seat that was long held by Democrats. Um, And so, you know, this is 2010. That was the Republican wave, the Tea Party wave. Um, And McCann held that seat until 2018. He, in 2016, defended the seat against a whole lot of money from then Republican Governor Bruce Rauner, who was kind of, uh, McCann acted as kind of foil to Rauner uh, in that McCann was a very pro-labor Republican, whereas uh, Rauner, you know, he, his, uh, one of his greatest downfalls uh, was wanting to demonize labor and labor didn't like that labor is quite powerful in this state and they came out him with everything they got including in that 2016 race uh in 2018 McCann uh decided not to run for his seat again he had uh in 16 um been elected to a two-year term uh kind of drawing a short straw there and uh decided instead to leave the Republican Party and form his own conservative party of Illinois. And um, that party and his candidacy as a third party candidate was backed by organized labor in a big way. The International Union of Operating Engineers Local 150, which had, uh, you know, remains quite powerful in state uh, politics and government. Um, They had given about three million dollars to McCann's uh, third party run you know, a very long shot thing, but uh, in trial this week reminded that it wasn't supposed to be just McCann. It could have been, you know, something that lasted longer than that, but uh, turned out that didn't want to do that. So McCann was indicted in February of 2021. So we are three years out from that. And uh, we had quite the show in the courtroom these past two weeks. You mentioned that from indictment to to verdict, although it was it was a plea, uh, that it's three years. Court cases take time. People are are not unfamiliar with the fact that it takes time to get these things from indictment or from the charge to the actual case. But this, as you mentioned, had drama. I mean, dating back to November of last year and even before that, the things that the former senator was saying had a lot of people kind of scratching their heads. What on earth is going on here? Take us back to November and the first big delay in the actual start of the trial. Right. So in late November, McCann was supposed to, uh, you know, the trial was supposed to begin after several delays, delays that are normal in a case like this, especially because still coming off of a lot of COVID delays, especially in the federal system, quite backed up. But uh, in November, the case was set to go. And on that morning that, uh, you know, the feds were set, I remember the the, the projector screen was down in the courtroom. They were going to 
put on their opening statements. Uh, McCann said, actually, Judge, I am firing my court-appointed attorneys, and I'm going to represent myself. And that won him uh, basically a 10-week delay. Um, you know, it was very interesting on that day, uh, me and another reporter, uh, we were talking to McCann outside uh, the courthouse after he had uh, been given that 10-week delay. And we asked, you know, are you sure you're up to this? Are you sure you're up to defending yourself? against the federal government, not really something that a lot of uh, white collar criminals uh, or alleged criminals do. Uh, and he said, no, I'm not worried. Quote, God's got this. And, you know, he was ready. Uh, and then, you know, he tried to delay things further uh, during the remainder of fall into winter. Um, wasn't filing his witness list. And then finally, uh, last week, Monday, on the 5th of February, when the trial was supposed to start again, he uh, was nowhere to be found. He was missing in action because he was actually in a hospital in St. Louis after an unspecified uh, kind of illness or feeling unwell the previous weekend before trial. And his standby attorney uh, said, you know, I haven't really been able to get in touch with much with him. They, really all he knew was that he was in the hospital. And then over the next few days, there was a series of uh, hearings that kept having to go back to in the, at uh, the courthouse here in Springfield. And um, at a couple points, McCann zoomed in to the courtroom from his hospital bed and, you know, the prosecutor said, well, his tests keep coming back normal because they'd subpoenaed the hospital for his medical records. And McCann said, I don't feel I'm not I'm not doing well, blah, blah, blah. And then finally, when he was discharged from the hospital, uh, apparently he did not fully comply with uh, Judge Colleen Lawless's orders to communicate with the federal probation office, both when he was discharged from the hospital and when he got home, he sent an email when he was discharged or about to be discharged, but never did um, follow up when he got home. And so when he came to court on Friday, uh, he wasn't able to prove that to Judge Lawless that he had actually, you know, sent those emails, even though he claimed that he did. And he even went out to his truck, uh, the same truck <laughs> that he is accused of, um, you know, buying illegally with campaign money. Uh, and getting his phone and showing it to the judge. And the judge uh, was like, there, there is no email. There is no email in your sent folder. There's no email in your outbox. And he was like, well, I tried to send it twice. Anyway, so he was ordered uh, arrested. And so he has been uh, being held in federal custody, but at the Macon County Jail since then. So it has been uh, very interesting. And then on uh, Monday, uh, he showed up to court in a wheelchair, uh, he had his uh, long-standing injury to his back, and um, you know, claiming that he was feeling foggy, foggy-headed because he hadn't had access to his medications. But then, you know, the rest of the week, he was very—he appeared very alert, uh, taking notes during the trial as it began on Tuesday, uh, participating, you know, conferring with his uh, attorney. There was one more wrinkle in that Monday when he came in as well, he told the judge, I don't want to represent myself anymore. I'm going to use my standby attorney, which 
most people in legal circles probably said, yeah, good idea, you know, probably a good idea to do this. So then you go through two full days of opening statements and testimonies. Third, The third day on Thursday, prosecutors had already said, we expect to rest our case on Thursday. So I'm sure the defense was getting its its witness testimony and, and evidence together to try and, and put up a defense Thursday afternoon. Yet another surprise when Sam McCann says, I'm going to plead guilty to all charges. Were you surprised by that? You know, I I guess so, because he had been so intransigent, uh, you know, representing this whole time that he um, his maintaining it, maintaining his innocence. However, you know, after the three plus hours of tapes um, that the feds had played from McCann's meeting with federal agents in 2018 and the fact that, you know, they had uh, started to prove that even after these meetings, uh, long after, McCann kept using campaign funds to benefit himself uh, to the tune of $187,000 plus uh, and had, you know, even bought a new uh, RV camper trailer, rather, um, (laughs) with this campaign funds, you know, and had gone on to June of 2020. Um, you know, I think McCann saw, even if he still maintains his innocence in his heart, even as he was pleading, I think he saw the writing on the wall. And it was still unclear um, Thursday as we went to lunch break whether or not the defense would even put on a case because that happens often too, that defense just doesn't even put on a case. The next step in this, obviously, is sentencing. Uh, But Judge Lawless is not prepared to put up with any more uh, changes of heart or or things like that. She has ordered him to remain in custody until that sentencing. Is that right? That's right. As we record this on Friday afternoon uh, this morning, Judge Lawless held a brief hearing, uh, you know, post plea where, uh, you know, it's going to be decided whether or not he was going to be released. And ultimately, uh, the judge said, no, you know, this is nothing has changed. What has changed since uh, Friday when I ordered you detained other than you pleading guilty? Really nothing. And uh, Assistant U.S. Attorney Tim Bass had also pointed her attention to this rather bizarre uh 13-minute video that was posted to McCann's long dormant social media pages on Tuesday night, uh, the day that trial commenced. Um, The video appeared to have been recorded on Friday, uh, last Friday, as McCann was driving to court prior to his arrest. And in the video, McCann makes all kinds of claims, including that the FBI squeezed him for information that he didn't have. And because he didn't have that information, they kept digging and digging and digging into his personal life and his finances until they found enough stuff that they could charge him. Um, so, you know, we watched, we all want, I had watched the video a couple times prior to this, but uh, Judge Lawless, I guess, watched it for the first time in open court Friday morning. Um, you know, kind of sat there glancing occasionally at the defense table As McCann said, things in the video like, you know, this is a we've allowed ourselves to become a deep state Orwellian society, the likes of which we won't recover from for thousands of years unless we do something, you know, very things that uh, don't 
bode well for her understanding of his mental state. And, you know, ultimately she agreed with uh, Assistant U.S. Attorney Bass that, um, you know, this video is further proof that McCann was lying when he said to her on Monday that he didn't even remember the drive uh, to Springfield um, last Friday morning. You know, of course, uh, his attorney even, you know, on, on Friday said that McCann didn't remember making the video, knows nothing about it, doesn't know how it got posted. Uh, Judge Lawless found that uh, pretty unconvincing, but said, you know, she worried for his own personal safety. Uh, you know, there are some things that he said in the video that could be construed as uh, possible determination of self-harm. But even more than that, she viewed him as a flight risk. And for all of those reasons, she ordered him to be continued to be detained until and beyond his, you know, June sentencing date. Um, but I guess you could say in some uh, version of this, McCann is kind of lucky that he's going to get time served, um, you know, going back to last Friday and until he is assigned to a federal prison. Um, whereas, you know, other white collar criminals that I've covered in the last year, uh, you know, they're waiting and their uh, sentencing, their sentence doesn't actually begin for a long time because it takes many months to, you know, go from conviction to sentencing to reporting prison. Um, and you're kind of just living your life in the liminal space. You mentioned other cases that you've covered over the last year or so. You even had to take a break in this <laughs> trial because former House Speaker Mike Madigan's former chief of staff, Tim Mapes, was sentenced this week. The cases are not connected. I suppose you could say they are related in that they involve people connected to the General Assembly at some point or another. But does Illinois ever get to come out from under this cloud of corruption and convictions of high-ranking public officials? You know, that's, that's hard to say. I mean, I would say that it's going to be a while. You have lots of people who have grown up, multi-generations of Illinoisans who have grown up uh, watching um, Illinois politicians, you know, be uh, indicted, convicted, sent to prison. Um, and so I, I don't know, you know, I, it might be a long time to recover from this kind of reputational thing, uh, if we ever do. So then let's look ahead to the future. You mentioned that Sam McCann's sentencing is in June. You also have another high profile case that you'll be following coming up this fall. We mentioned Tim Mapes. Mike Madigan himself will face trial this fall. Does that case in your mind come with the same level of drama as Sam McCann's case, or will this be something a little more clinical? <laughs> I think it'll be uh, a little more by the book, uh, we, we should say. Uh, you know, Madigan uh, is not you know, zooming in from any hospital beds. In fact, uh, in early January, when he had the chance to appear uh, to the court by, for a status hearing by video, he opted to actually show up in person, which was kind of a surprise. Um, so much more by the book, but I would say in terms of drama, in terms of interest, certainly a lot more interest uh, than McCann, because McCann, after all, was kind of a, an odd uh, member of the General Assembly you know, 
all of that time in the minority party. And then, you know, toward the end, a third party candidate, like, yes, he was funded by a powerful labor group, but, you know, never, no one ever expected him to win. So uh, Madigan, you know, he's for decades, the most powerful person in Illinois politics, certainly a much more high profile case. Hannah Meisel is a reporter for Capital News Illinois. Hannah, thanks so much for joining us on Capital Cast. Thanks, Jen. And we'll keep you up to date on all this and more. Go to CapitalNewsIllinois.com for the latest on the Sam McCann trial and so much more. Capital News Illinois is a nonprofit, nonpartisan news service covering the Illinois State Capitol. It's funded in large part by the Illinois Press Foundation and the Robert R. McCormick Foundation. Additional support comes from the Illinois Broadcasters Foundation and the Southern Illinois Editorial Association.